for joining for this episode of the Techspective podcast. Uh, my guest this week is Sheila Sarva from Qualys. So, Sheila, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself um, and uh, yeah, just uh, just introduce yourself and like your you know your title and what you do at Qualys. Great. So, hello all. Um, thank you all for joining us on the podcast, and uh, thank you, Tony, for doing this. Uh, it's awesome. Folks like you help uh, spread the word. So thank you so much. And um, so um, let's see, I've been in Qualys for years now. Yeah, so I've been uh, with the company for a while. Um, started off uh, some of the products when they were in beta and I've been working on them since. Um, so especially focusing on web application security. Um, so um, it's been fun. Uh, enjoyed my time here at Qualys. Met great people, and I'm still here. Okay. Well, and that's and you know, I think in the in the tech world, that's that's uh, you know, that's forever. Uh, you know, <laughs> that length of time. I mean, people seem to jump jobs like every two to three years. Um, so that I think it says a lot about a lot about you and a lot about Qualys. Um, did you have did you have a stepping stone? Like, was there was there a you know what what was your kind of your journey in tech and cybersecurity before Qualys? Yeah, so uh, I mean, um, the security was not something that I'd done before Qualys, but when I started Qualys, that's when security blended in. I've always been, um, you know, in uh, interested in engineering and things like that from since I was small. But um, I had been in development before. So I started off uh, my career with uh, uh, doing um, mapping software, developing mapping software with ASR algorithm back in the day. Navigation technologies was like those Garmin things that you would get and everybody would use that. That is where I started my programming in, in C++. And then I moved on to, um, you know, middleware doing uh, Java messaging service APIs for broker. I was in... Um, uh, active software, which was which got merged with web methods and which is software AG right now. So that's where I've done. I've been I've been there long, but I was you know defining J2W specs, Java messaging service. It was fun. I had a lot of fun there. Um, then I took a break and then I joined uh, Qualys. Um, initially in Qualys, I was going to do um, uh, uh, web services. That is what I got interviewed for. And then uh, Philippe decided there's no time, and then I stepped away. And then I got another call saying, "Hey, you know, we are looking for um, someone who can, you know, develop platform the the integration platform for all of the uh, testing environment and all that." And I started. And uh, then what happened was I, uh, um, um, you know, uh, there was there was some changes there. And uh, um, the, the architect of the application scanning um, asked me if um, if I would start working with me and uh, to develop vulnerable applications. That is where I started. Uh, and, you know, it was great working with uh, Mike, I think of him as like the application security guru. <laughs> and, I, mean, he, I learned a lot from him. So that's and uh, continued on uh, since, and uh, I think now, and, and the background of development really helps in application security, sort of go hand in hand. You just can't be a, a, a pro at app security if you don't understand 
is how to write chapters about those both ways. And you can't write good code if you don't understand security. So I realized now then, oh, okay, I was thinking of this. I didn't know this could lead to an XSS. Oh, I didn't know this could lead to a SQLI. And so, so yeah, so that's sort of how I uh, came in. And then I started, now I do more research and, you know, they're just really signatures or to, you know, all, all of that, you stay on top of it. I think um, you've built a fantastic product. I think we compete in. These, there's no looking back, right? There was, when we started, Wallace uh, Vaz was like, oh, there's so many other products. How can you match? But I realized it's slow, we think, and just focus, know your material, do your homework, get you there, right? All right, well, okay, so all of that sounds like a, a, a ringing endorsement, uh, you know, for, for, you know, your career choice and, and, and for Qualys. Um, you know, part of the reason for um, for us, you know, even having this conversation right now is that this week was International Women's Day. Um, I, you know, the the whole month is uh, you know Women's History Month, um, and so you know, it, every company and and every like media outlet is is looking uh, through that lens of, you know, where where are we at in terms of diversity and inclusion and, 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 and really kind of advocating for and supporting, um, you know, women in, in tech. So with that in mind, I'm, I'm curious, you know, at, you know, as a, when you were in school, as a child, whatever, you know, are there, was there anything in particular that got you interested in technology or any, uh, any resources that you might recommend that you know someone who is out there right now who might want to pursue a career path in technology might leverage so um technology interest i think as far as i personally am concerned i think has always been uh, i don't know interested uh, or uh, or fascinated by technology i guess i shouldn't say interested i was actually fascinated by technology um my grandma used to use a Rolling Stone and then my mom used a blender. And I think I was small. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. I mean, why would you want to sit for hours? Right. And or maybe it's the and grind something when you can use a blender and make it so much faster. Right. And, and then you'd use a pressure cooker versus cook on the range. There is, so these are the things I'd observed. And I, I think this much, much earlier on. And I think my dad wanted to be an engineer and he just couldn't get into it. And he went into geology. And he would always say, this has been my passion and I couldn't get into it. And I was the older child and I guess, you know, dad wants to do this and my dad would get everything that, that I needed. So I was like, you know, I will do this. So I think in sixth grade, I decided I would do engineering. And so we used to travel um, across. So we've lived in Burma, we've lived in multiple uh, countries around the world. And so I sort of saw various things in some places you didn't have technology and you see people not um, so comfortable. The technology helped people be more comfortable. And as we moved from one country to the other, there was there, these all like made made an impact on me. So I think when I said this to my dad that I would go into engineering, I was like, OK, that you know, started the direction. And so I never looked back since then. So I did um, engineering in, in undergrad and then um, it was electrical engineering. And but then I, I moved to computer science, I guess, 
um, when I met my husband, he was in doing his PhD and he was, we were like, you know, just discussing what should I specialize in and computer science. He said, you know, everybody is doing computer science. He said, and you, you, he was, he gave me like a sort of like a prediction, what was going to come in the future? Why would you want to stay here sort of thing? So I moved into, I started, I did uh, Cal State Long Beach. I did my master's um, and, and uh, um, you know, that's how it started. I mean, just the, the history of how I got into into the space. Um, resources, uh, they're everywhere. My motivation to go here, like being a carrier, was my mom. She used to tell me, you know, you don't want to ever depend on anybody. You have to depend on yourself. You shouldn't be like, oh, I need someone to take care of me or I need to live off of someone or, you know, this, these sort of things shouldn't even come. That was her her advice. And so that's just with me. Okay. So, uh, that is the premise of how I came into being. Yeah, and, and I mean, honestly, I think that that's, that's fair advice uh, regardless of gender, but it seems to be particularly applicable uh, to, to women in the, in, in the workforce. Yeah. Um, which is a good play, segue. I think moms play a big role, I think, and yeah. the resources are there everywhere. They just have to take it. If they see that it, it's up to them. I feel that if you, if you're not looking at it, even it's straight, looking straight at you, in, at you in your face, you still won't take it because you just don't think it's something that applies to you. And, and I right. think family plays a role maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I was going to say, I think that that's a good segue. The, 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 you know, the, the next thing I wanted to kind of dig into is, um, you know, not everyone has necessarily faced, you know, specific challenges or obstacles, but I'm just curious, you know, as, as a w woman in technology, um, you know, and in cybersecurity, you know, are there any examples of specific obstacles or challenges that you had to overcome to get where you are now? So um, I think uh, we all go through experiences. I don't know if I call them obstacles, but I have experiences, a lot of them. Um, and I think we deal with all of that. Um, uh, and that's what shapes us, I feel. So our experiences make, make us who we are. And I think I have gone through various experiences and they have impacted me, yes, and they. I'm hoping they impacted me in a positive way. I've just like sort of over time come to understand. The first realization was, yes, I went to school. I did learn computer engineering. I did learn compiler construction, but that is not going to really help me in the real world. So it's just going to make me think, make, train my brain cells. And But then the, the real thinking had to come with me. Um, learning and applying whatever I um, I learned. So, so so those are things. And then trying to work with people, um, trying to understand how to 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 work with peers, and how to take um, work with colleagues. And you know, so so working with men is different than working with women. There's challenges in both. Um, and your superiors you handle differently. Your your juniors you handle differently. So. So I, I did learn those. I think uh, at, at various stages in life, and I think all the experiences help and improve uh, the expect or expect, expect, expect what is going on in the world and 
everywhere around us and say, we can change ourselves, but we can't change others. I should get help. And I think that I applied to myself. And, uh, um, and I think that helped me more than anything else. Just reality. Because whatever's coming my way is reality. Right. Yeah, it's true. And I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things where uh, there are a lot of things that come into play where we could talk about like the theory. We could say, well, in theory, it should be like this or it should be like that or, or this is the way things ought to work. But then there's just the reality. And, you know, and I, you know, I, I have this conversation with uh, my kids all the time that perception is reality. Like it doesn't matter, you know. Like it doesn't matter what I think. If that's the way they perceived it, then that's that's the way it is. <laughs> reality. I mean, we're you're dealing with humans. I mean, we can't. There is a difference in how I would sit at a computer and work, and then how I would work with another, another human, right? I mean, it's just just. So we have to deal with it. We have to to work with it. I think those are all um, uh, experiences. I think we, t- we constantly remember and recollect. And oh. I could have done it this way, okay, but I didn't do it then. But now I can do this. So it's it's. Uh, uh, I think that that approach uh, has helped me a lot. I feel um, personally. Okay, um, one of the things, and, and I've actually had multiple conversations um, along, along this line, and 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 I I feel like I've gotten answers on both ends of the spectrum, but there are you know there are certain. Uh, traits or whatever of, of, you know, considered feminine, feminine versus masculine. And, and I've had some women in, in cybersecurity tell me that they feel like that, you know, like, like the things that make them a good mother or a good wife at home don't translate well into the business world or that like, uh, there was, you know, one, one, uh, you know, story like like you know someone someone you know bringing in like cookies for coworkers and then someone else saying well no you're 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 reinforcing the stereotype and you're making us look bad and she's like i just i just want to make cookies like it <laughs> so I, I just want to get your thoughts on that and like do you ever feel like you have to act differently than than you do outside of work well i um i don't know i have a different um uh, take on that. I personally, well, uh, I should say I don't know if this is this is this worked for me. Let's put it this way: this worked for me. I've always been the same as far as um, uh, how I dealt with family, friends, or colleagues at work, or superiors. Actually, even my seniors, even my CEO, I would talk exactly the same way. Then I, I had advice: Why would you do this? But but I have treated everybody just the same. I'm spending more time at work than with the family in, in many cases. So why not treat them just as I would at home? So, but more explanation until they get to know me. And so that's one of the reasons why I tend to stay back, maybe uh, uh, more in my two big companies, both in web methods and in Qualys, have stayed back because you just sort of feel that you're making a difference. You can make a difference and you get to know them. You feel like you're part of it. You just can't just drop things and just go. And I mean, um, uh, so so you feel you, you can make a difference. So you, you end up putting more effort. It's a cycle. So I never felt that that I had to be different and I, I don't. And I tell folks, you know, I'm thinking this way. 
I would say the same thing to my kid, or I would say the same thing to my husband, or I would say the same thing to my brother. So I'm talking this way. So because I think of you guys, and this is the product, and, and the end goal for everybody I feel is the product, the company move forward. We're all here. We're grown adults. We're all here to work. So, and we all want to make a difference. So when folks try to understand that and accept that, I think the equation is balances out. And I don't see a problem there. So I've, I've been the same. And I'm not saying what I've done is the right way, but this worked for me and I was able to work, make it work. So, but I've heard other side of the kind, right? I mean, no, we have to be very professional. And I've, I went to classes where, oh, you can say this, but you can't say this in the industry and in the corporate. But there is a yeah. media. I, you know, uh, I, obviously I don't have to deal with any of the gender dynamics, but, um, you know, but I, I have gone through somewhat of the same thing when it comes to, I believe what I believe, uh, you know, politically, I have no filter when it comes to swearing. And so like, and people will say, well, you can't do that in business. I'm like, that's, just, that's who I am. I mean, like that's, and, and I'm just going to be me. That's, that is authentically me. And it's like either, either you want to work with me or you don't, but I'm not going to be someone else for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I just never felt the need to be somebody that I was not. I, I could always, I could never do that. I, it just, it just comes out that even if I, if I tried to be something that I was not, I don't know, it just seems so fake. And why would you, and fakeness it never would, helped. I, it would be know. really weird. It would be really weird too, if you did that, like if you were very rigid and professional at work, and then you were a totally different person outside of work, but then at some point, for some reason, those two worlds collided. Like, you know, maybe, you know, a, a, a coworker uh, oh, yeah. is the parent of one of your kid's friends or something. And then yeah. and you meet and they're like, wait, you, you, that's, not, you, that's not how you act. Yeah, yeah. Oh, th those things have happened. Like you go to a grocery store, you see somebody, someone from work, or you're at a restaurant, you, you meet your, your group of friends and you're all sitting together, your family's sitting together, and then you meet your worker. <laughs> These things have happened. So, so, so no, I mean, I hear you. So, this, but I just never, I tried to, actually, I did try. I will be like this at work. I will be like this at home. But it's just, it's so seamless that the work and then whatever you learn at work, you apply it to, to family and you apply it the same. What you learn in family, you apply to work. It seemed like uh, right. overall, uh, it blends beautifully if you go about it the right way. It's worked out for me so far. Yeah. Well, okay. So, you know, we're here we are. It's, you know, 2021. You know, I, I feel like in many ways, the whole world has has uh, gotten much more progressive in what I feel is a, is a, a, a wonderful way. Um, and, and I'm, I'm all for that. Uh, but, you know, do you feel like things are improving in terms of corporate America, in terms of cybersecurity in, in particular, um, you know, obviously, obviously, there, there are plenty of stories of, you know, uh, uh, you know, pay discrepancies and, you know, just uh, not not getting you know recognized uh, the same, not getting the promotion, not getting, you know, whatever. Um, and, and all of those things have happened, you know, throughout corporate America. And, and there, there are all kinds of, you know, discrimination issues that have come up in technology and cybersecurity. Um, you know, do, do you feel like that world is getting better as well? 
So um, I've asked this question many times to myself, right? And, and then I, I've like, you know, subtly tried to do some investigation, same level. Guys, are they making more money than I am? Or I've like tried to be curious about would this would this be the same uh, um, you know response that a guy would get if they had spoken this way? Or I, I've tried this initially, and when uh, during my career I did try to do some hunting, and I did find that there is some difference in the in a pace. Compare <clears throat> if I compare uh, myself and my colleague who is probably not. There used to be, there, there, there were differences. I did see that. Then I used to get stuck up on that. Like, like it made me think differently. It, uh, my, my, my productivity was not the same or what I could do was not the same. Then I started thinking, why do I want to focus my energy? There's only 24 hours in a day. Why am I focusing on this? Why don't I accept it? This is not something that I can change. So let's just accept it and that it's there and just start Focusing on myself, my skill set, my technical abilities, and then let's see where it goes. So, so I, uh, when I started that direction, I did that because again, I applied this. I can't change them. I can change myself. But when I did that, what I realized came to realize was diversity is important, and um, corporate is looking for it, and they're happy to have it, but they come with it. With, a, with with this concept that you want to get the same from everything. Whoever is giving me the same value, I'm going to pay them the same. Or there's some sort of like an equation, the code code that uh, the, the whole, uh, whether there's it's a girl or a guy or a man or a woman, they expect the same result from them. But biologically, men and women are not created the same. Uh, a guy doesn't have to go off for for, for maternity, but a woman has to go off. So there is there is this that that inherently exists in the in, in the nature. So uh, so we, we expect that that I definitely have seen improvement. Um, that it's not so much present now. I would think as it was maybe twenty years. Back. So so I feel that definitely women are treated much better. And more opportunities these days for women. And if someone feels that um, it is not something um, that they uh, uh, that they are not given the same opportunities, feel that they are not be looking. There's still going to be issues because of the expectation from the corporate. But definitely, um, there is uh, there is improvements in the industry these days. Is my thought. Yeah, you, you you touched on this a little bit, um, but I feel like there is there's value in diversity um, for for a company, not just not just even gender diversity, but cultural diversity. Uh, you know, just just having all of the different perspectives. Because if I get you know ten middle aged white guys in a room, <laughs> yeah. you know, they they all kind of are, you know they, they tend to kind of think the same way, and, and you don't get any outside perspectives. And you know, so you know, so I, I want to kind of get your thoughts on that, and 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 ask you know, are there any unique strengths or benefits that you feel you know that you you personally bring to the table as a woman, or that women in general bring to the table that expand the diversity? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the, the, I've seen this, and um, initially when we started our team, um, we used to joke that we used we have we should have one engineer from each culture. We can't have like two engineers in the same. So this is this is something that we thought. And but there is definitely a, a difference, and there's more um, uh, when you bring diversity onto the, at the table. There is the, it, it comes. You sort of get a different mindset, and I think it helps products. It helps uh, companies grow, and uh, and just the conversation. There, there's value in both having same and difference, but you need different ideas, and they flow in from different channels. And right. I having that it seemed to make a big difference. And I've always worked in a culture in different with different engineers being from different cultures. It's never been like oh everyone was uh, you know. Um, Asian, white, or, you know, it's, it right. never was that way. It just, just didn't happen. And I saw that there was fun. I have seen uh, teams where it was all like same culture or same, it did, without the diversity. I've seen that too, but it hadn't been fun. I, and so it makes a difference to have. Right. Well, I think even, even, you know, d diversity of age, diversity of class. I mean, you just, you just see things a different way. And so, you know, I might I might create an application and say, I you know I've created this application. It does X Y Z. This button does this. This field is for this. And then someone else looks at it and they go, Okay, but what if I type this in that field? And then you know, I mean, that's you know, that, that I feel like if you go back twenty years, uh, that's kind of like the origin of fuzzing and stuff is you know, or, and the origin of uh, buffer overflow, <laughs> you know, exploits is is someone said, hey, I just want you to put your birth date in here, and someone else said, okay, but what if I put a line of code? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, th this is this has happened. I think folks, I, I that is that's that was my thought process when I started application security. Um, oh my gosh, this is what I thought. I did think about the scenario, but I didn't think it resulted would result in a vulnerability. I didn't even realize that I was creating vulnerable code out there. <laughs> so, so, but it, but it did. So, so you're right. I mean, it is uh, having a, a different mindset definitely helps. Um, having folks in different stages in their life, whether it is age-wise, culture, and you know how what their backgrounds, all of those seem to bring better value to companies, and it, it's in the best interest to have uh, a diverse group versus having you know very consultant, you know, going right. down in one area. So I, I agree, yeah. definitely. I mean, to a lesser extent, I mean, I mean, it applies everywhere, but I mean, it, it applies even from like my perspective as, as a writer, you know, like when I write something, I write the way it makes sense to me. Yeah. And then yeah. if I'm trying to edit it, I don't even really necessarily read what I wrote. My, you know, your brain reads what you wanted to write, and that's yeah. how you end up making simple yeah. mistakes. And that's why you need those other eyeballs to look at it and go, okay, but that's that's not right, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we, because we're seeing it so close, we're so part of it. It just, it's like finding something. We don't introspect ourselves as much as we should, and it's a, it's it's very hard. I mean, because it's. It, it's very subjective too, right? I mean, you're thinking it came out of your brain. How can how can we say something that came out of our brain? Something is wrong or something. It's very hard to find it. Somebody right. has that, right? I mean, uh, I, and I think that's why a team is required uh, 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 to to look at things when there is a group of people. It's easy to throw ideas and 
and and work together and come up with, uh, uh, I guess, multiple brains better than one brain. <laughs> it's just yeah. that, you know. So so, but yeah, I, I think uh, it's been uh, it's important. Diversity is important. Yeah. And I, I know that I hear this a lot in the industry. Like I see in the news, oh, this happened. This, there's no. I think all companies need to work for it. And I, I, I mean, Qualys definitely has done their fair share. They've done, they've put that effort in the past. I mean, from very early on, I don't think there was ever a thing, any time Philippe ever said or thought that this was, uh, women cannot do so. It, I think it came from top down. I don't think it was ever the case that, and we have more more women in the board too. I mean, it's like, it's, uh, I think whether it, uh, you know, all both both uh, race, um, age, gender, everything. I see. I think there is. That, that's Absolutely. Um, okay, so that's like diversity at large, uh, and 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 we're in agreement there. Bringing this back again, you know, again with the 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 focus on International Women's Day and Women's History Month and and such. There is still, I mean, there's, you know, on the cybersecurity side, there's just a shortage in general. I mean, we've been talking about the skills shortage for years now, and and it's just hard for the the industry, the the the, the supply to keep up with the demand as as the as the ecosystem expands. Um, and obviously, you know, to to fill that gap, you know, we need we need men and women. Um, you know, so if there are, if there is there anything in particular. If you could change or improve about being a woman in technology or in cybersecurity, what would what would you change? So, I think the the reason why we have shortage is because we don't emphasize that uh, early on in, in the education system. So, if uh, the importance of security came in, like you know, and uh, as soon as undergrad classes started, if uh, I feel security wouldn't be um, so challenging and we would not have folks trying to figure out what to do when they when they want to get a job in security. So um, if they start a programming class, embed security concept within the programming class. And that's the way to build um, engineers in the space, and it's, I mean, we've been talking about oh, we don't have enough engineers in this space, or we don't have enough workforce in this particular vertical. I mean, the way to solve it is very simple: put that effort, don't do, put that effort in, in the education system. And I, I would, I mean, if it means, I mean, I've been thinking, oh, maybe I should volunteer to do this, get some more engineers, some more. I I didn't think. Specifically, girls, but it didn't matter, girls or boys. It just get them to be thinking more towards, you know, security. Get them to understand what is the right way to do it. Don't think uh, for development is different and security is different. They both are together. Start thinking together. And if colleges make this effort, and companies like Qualys put that effort, and actually, I I think I tried to talk about this to, to our management a while back. Let's do together. Uh, do something about start a program in the college environment to to um, you know get more more students interested in security. I think if we did that, we would solve this problem. Get there's no courses. You don't have mandatory courses in college for security, so that's causing a big. 
And so that okay. that is something that can be done to to address the issue. Okay. Well, so my the the next question that I wanted to ask you kind of flows from that, which is if you were speaking to a group of women who have not considered uh, careers in uh, computer security, um, you know, because they feel like they don't have the background or knowledge or they don't have the programming experience, like, what would you say to them? Well, first, that they should not think they can do something that other guy in their class can do. So if someone can do it, you can do it. This is something that we all have to, I mean, accept this. This is this is the way it is. So, but you can't magically do it. You have to do your homework. You have you can't come to college and say, okay, I want to compete with this other guy and take a computer class. Oh my gosh, he's doing so well. He's doing so well because he had some foundation in in high school. So you didn't have that. So look at where he started. Don't look where he is. But how did he start? When did he start? And what what did what is the background did does he have? So that is the thought. And this applies not just for women in security or in technology. It applies everywhere. We have to think of where we start versus where we are right now. We cannot compete with someone who is at a particular, uh, you know, a, a place and then say, oh, we want to do the same thing. But think how, what is their journey being? Think of the journey and don't think of your endpoint. And when you're thinking of the journey, then it really, enjoy that. And, and don't get, oh, I have to do this. No, but I love doing this. That, I to do this right? that I feel like is especially true when you consider that, you know, cybersecurity isn't, a thing. It's not one thing. Nope, and so, you know, yes, you can go to college and you can major in computer engineering, computer programming, whatever. You can get a master. You can do all those things. You can also just go take a certification exam and get into cybersecurity, you know, like go get a level one SOC analyst job and start there. Um, one of the things that, that I've, I've seen come up in conversations within, you know, industry circles in the past couple of years um, and actually, this goes back to, um, I, I don't know if you're, um, are, are you familiar with the Tribe of Hackers books? No. no well, Marcus Carey, you know, basically just gathered a bunch of people from across technology and cybersecurity and asked them all like the same set of questions about like, well, you know, how, what did they do and how did they get into it and, and, and stuff. And it. It's, it's an excellent book because it serves as a, a, a great example of there isn't a right path. Um, you can you could have gone to college and majored in German and just decide to be in cybersecurity. You know? yeah. uh, just do the effort, right? It takes some effort and do, you can do that at any time. But the journey, the amount of effort that you put and what you did to get from point A to point B and how you did it. Somebody may take five years, somebody may take 10 years, but the person who took five years, maybe the intensity was more um, and the way they went about it is more. Or maybe the five years didn't start at zero, but they started at 10, but uh, one who's taking 10 years started at zero. You know, this this. There's all of that. Yeah. You can, there are different paths. You can take any path you want to, but want to take that path and don't be scared of taking that path and don't limit your options. Why? I mean, there's, why do you want to think you can only, I don't know, take a cooking class? Why should women think that way? Why should they right. think? Well, and part of the reason that I was thinking of that is that, 
you know, the, the way I framed the question was, you know, if you were talking to a group of women who thought that, you know, that, or they haven't considered technology or cybersecurity because of a lack of knowledge or programming experience. And, and then uh, as I was saying it, I was thinking, well, then the answer is go get that. Like, <laughs> like just because you don't have it is not a reason not to do it. Like, why? Why think you can't do it? I mean, to, to do it, why? You, why are you limiting your options? I mean, uh, I, I'm pretty sure uh, MIT looks for girls more than guys. I mean, the the the, 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 the then everybody wants this. This colleges need diversity as well, right? They're looking for equal boys and girls, well, right? Right, and it actually reminds me of conversations I've had with my daughter, where you know we, we we'll be looking at you know her options for you know subjects she can choose, and 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 I'll say, well, you know, why don't you? You know, maybe maybe take this you know Spanish class or something, and she'll say, "Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about Spanish." I'm like, "That's the point of a class. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, if you knew it, you wouldn't need the class." <laughs> and I think this comes, I think, innately what happens. You know, I mean, I feel like in in a, a girls sit down and they talk maybe about manicure or pedicure or go which what hairstyle or what, but they maybe they don't do which computer program to uh, to to go and start or like which game to play or what to so and guys tend to do that so they're the social environment um, that a, a high schooler goes through a, being a boy versus a girl is different right. or like a, you know and that plays yeah. a role you know? and, no, in the, say, I think we still have a long way to go with that with the general <laughs> definitely like like culturally we still kind of pigeonhole people into these gender stereotypes at a young age and you know no one is no one is actually sitting boys and girls down and saying okay boys you guys do this and girls you do this but you know starting from an early age it's like you know boys yeah. you get Tonka trucks girls you get Barbies boys you get that you know and it's like and everything yeah. even when they even when they have the same even like even when Legos says okay well you know we're gonna make this pirate ship and now we're going to make one for girls. The girls one always has to be like pink and lavender and stuff. I'm like, why can't they just build the same ship as the boys? Why do you need a separate girls ship? Yeah, I think that plays a role actually. That that uh, that and add the whole the way the 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 men and the women have been like you know <laughs> the genetically different. Also, this those all add. But I think that doesn't mean we have to limit ourselves. And I, I don't think girls should be afraid of doing anything in regards to um, uh, technology. Any tech, I mean, they're using it. They're, 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 and everybody, I mean, you can't do, even if you're going to be a housewife, you can't do your, your, you know, your bills without knowing how to work with an application. So uh, right. how would you know if you lost your password, what to do? And why, why you can't keep your password yeah. <laughs> on your... <laughs> Well, and so, and in that regard, I feel like things should get better, like organically to some extent. Because, for example, when you know when I grew up, computers were just coming in, and 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 it was you know like boys had Commodore sixty fours and TRS eighties, and 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 went home and did and did that. Um, and it, there was a gender gap in that. But now. Yeah. You know the smartphone and and the use of applications, like the the world revolving around applications, is universal. Yeah, you can and, go to and, and, and get money if you don't know how to. If you don't, you, you everything you have to pay a bill or you have to do a right. Pay. 
everything is related, right? And it starts from and it starts from very early childhood. So so someone born, you know, in the last five years, you know, they don't they're not going to know a world where that just wasn't the normal. That's just not you know that's just how things are done. Um, so it seems to me that that should break down some barriers about that's technology, true. about about any any sort of trepidation about getting into technology. It's like, well, no, I grew up on technology. Yeah, see, the kids, I think kindergarten kids these days are have iPads and they use computers. They they're starting in elementary school, right? I mean, where they are using laptops and iPads right. in order to do classes. So I mean, and that's the same thing, right? I mean, uh, the boy is probably play, playing a game on the computer and the girls. So there's a little bit, I think there is some, and I can't think that it will ever be the case where they'll overlap that blue and green and red and purple and pink are all going to become, it's, it, 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 I don't think so, but, but I think there's definitely a difference given the education system right now where everyone is on computers and everyone is using technology to. Right. Well, now you have, you know, with, with, you know the COVID pandemic. Everyone, everyone is a pro at Zoom now. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> we all know how to video conference. Yeah, yeah. My nephew was when we had our family call. My nephew was like, "Oh, you know, if you he made his daughter do um, the Zoom call. If you have any problems, let her know. She'll take care of it because she's a master at pro because that's what she's doing in her kindergarten class." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. So, no, but I think that the world is evolving, and we definitely are um, going to see a little bit more. Um, uh, you know, into more interest in the girls as well, and I think it's naturally happening that way. And and I and it doesn't hurt for all the girls to for us to reiterate this, and for all the girls and the women to think that hey, we can do this. This makes us more comfortable. I mean, this there is it's better for us to be in the industry. Don't need to stay home. I mean, of course, everyone doesn't have to be in the in the industry. Uh, I mean, guys right. all don't work all women don't have to stay home it works both ways right i mean yeah. um, so so uh, i mean yeah my husband and i talk about this okay are we going to work forever or are we going to uh, take a break and sometimes my husband oh i don't mind taking a break at some time yeah maybe so we used to have this conversation but what now we love what we do so much that neither of us think that we are ever going to take off ever so okay um all right well so you know as we you know, basically kind of wind down. Um, I wanted to just kind of ask, you know, for you to kind of sum it up, boil it down to like a, a, a sentence or a, or a phrase of, do you have any advice or words of wisdom for young people, uh, particularly young women, um, considering a career in technology or cybersecurity? So why don't we reiterate, don't limit yourself, don't corner yourself, open, be, widen your horizons and look for what is out there. Don't be scared, make your, make your foundation very strong. You have a strong foundation, you can, you can be doing exactly the same thing that anyone else can do. So the, the problems happen if we don't think of mastery and we think of, we want to do something without thinking of mastery of the subject. So have a strong foundation. Don't directly jump into something complicated, start out, Oh, check all your bases. Check, make sure you've read every single book. You're taking a particular concept, read everything. If you're taking a math concept, what do you do? You look at all the different books that, that teach you that. So do the same thing in the technology world as well. 
take all your programming classes. Make your foundation strong. Don't worry about security not being your thing. Once you understand programming, security comes automatically with it. Do it together and enjoy it. I mean, give give yourself, give, let yourself be successful in this field. And you will, you being stronger, every mom being stronger helps their kids be stronger. So, so I feel that, that, that women should go more into technology or just anything, just professional, be a professional. Choose what you want to do, but don't think my take uh, or my advice or what I would like. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, it was a great conversation. I had fun. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. Uh, have, thanks for having me. All right. Bye-bye. I appreciate you investing your time to listen to the podcast but I also invite you to engage on social media. Uh, please go like our Facebook page and follow at Techspective on Twitter and Instagram. You can feel free to let me know what you like, let me know what you don't like, let me know if you love it, let me know if it sucks, and uh, let me know what products you'd like to see reviewed or what uh, questions that you'd like to see answered in future posts.